0: All
1: right, y'all. Welcome back to episode 23 of the Eat, Drink, Travel Y'all podcast. This week, I am so excited to have my friend and director of marketing for Walla Walla Valley Wine, Liz Kanapke. Liz, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so we've known each other what since 2017 or 18? I think it was 18. That was my first year with. Okay, so that Wine. would make yes. that would make sense. And I was living in Seattle at the time. And you, obviously, as the director of marketing for this organization, were working with influencers and writers to bring them to the region. It was actually um, my second trip, I think, to the Valley. Uh, but definitely. Um, Definitely a trip that really sparked uh, just an interest and a love for this area, for
0: sure. Yeah, I think it was right around this time of year, too, yeah. right? Maybe a little bit warmer, like yeah. late August, yeah. early September. Yeah, we're definitely feeling the cool fall. Yeah, it's today, cold which is- today. I, yeah,
1: we're just talking about we woke up and it was cold today, which is kind of nice. I'm ready for, for soup, yeah, little just, sweaters and, and lots of red wine. This uh it's that exactly. time of year. <laughs> time to put the rose away. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you can have rose anytime. Right. and you know, we right? shouldn't we shouldn't say that. Um well we're gonna talk about Walla 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 Valley wine, um, the organization's mission, what you guys do. But before we get into that, just tell us a little bit about your professional background and how you came to work for this Organization um, and you know how you got into yeah. wine and destination marketing and all things you're doing.
0: Yeah, long and winding road. Interestingly enough, it starts with I um, went to Ohio State University and my graduate um, internship was with the Ohio Division of Travel and Tourism. Oh so, wow! Okay, so I did that. I interned with the um, with the marketing research manager and our big project when I was there was to create economic impact studies for all of the 88 counties of Ohio. So interestingly, interesting, because some of those counties are really small and they don't have a lot of tourist activities. So a lot of their development and those types of things came from the highway and rest stops Mm -hmm. and those types of things, but still incredibly valuable. So like this really early point of my career, I learned how significant, tourism was and could be yeah. um, for local economies. Yeah, um, So we would do things like we would take canoe rides and eat apple pie afterwards. Oh, sounds so, like then, so much fun. I know. <laughs> and we went to the, uh, there's this like mansion in Ohio. I know this isn't about Ohio, but there's this mansion <laughs> in Ohio where Bogie and Bacall got married, what? like we would go there. And it was just such a fun, you know, there's so much to discover. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, as I reflect back Like at that really early point, like I look to now and I'm like, wow, I really kind of have manifested into this very special place. Yeah. That has so much to offer. So after that, I went into So my degree was in hospitality management. I went into the restaurant realm. Um, opened quite a few restaurants, um, worked in all sorts of um, different concepts, whether they were daytime cafes or uh, Pacific Rim Bistros. Um, And then finally found myself wanting to have a little bit more of a balanced lifestyle. So I went into a sales position um, and ended up working um, and doing a little bit of healthcare sales. And then I found myself at the American Culinary Federation, which is a chef membership organization. And that's where I was first introduced to Walla Walla. Okay. And where was that? It's located in St. Augustine, Florida. So I always joke that um, somebody from the organization itself was started in New York, but I always joke that somebody retired <laughs> to Florida <laughs> and that was their, um, you know, retirement hustle uh, was to, to keep the organization up and running, but it was a great place um, for, for the organization to be based. Um, and we managed about 20,000 members at the time, 120 chapters throughout the US. Um, So I did sponsorship and development. um, And we were conducting events, doing publications, all sorts of things. But what it really gave me was the opportunity to engage with artists, right? Craftsmen, and mm-hmm. culinary yeah. artists, and all of these um, different locales and what they offer. Um, oftentimes, we would have those events in second or third tier cities. So think like Winston-Salem, Reno, you know, and then we'd have a national conference that kind of hit that, you know, larger metropolis circuit. So Las Vegas, Anaheim, mm-hmm. Orlando, those types of things. Um, but it really gave me kind of this like entree to what's so special about small communities.
1: Yeah, I... I- I know personally, I've, I've worked with a lot of tourism bureaus, and I mean, it's great to go to San Francisco and New York and Barcelona mm-hmm. and all these big cities, but the, I feel like the smaller towns, that they have so much to offer, and mm-hmm. you can have just such a great time in a smaller town, and we've, you know, Walla is a very special place, and I think, yeah. what, is, what are we, 60,000 people with the, with the surrounding county? Yeah, the area. county is 60,000, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so... know I'm from Alabama seems a lot bigger than where I where I where I grew up and just nowhere but um, you know coming from Seattle it was definitely adjustment but it's just been a breath of fresh air and even being here during COVID obviously has been tough and a lot of the activities you know were postponed or canceled over the past year or so that we've been here Um, so we haven't gotten the full experience but as things have started to to come back and Um, You know, more events are being held now going into fall release and harvest like we are able to have, you know, some of it Mm -hmm. safely and outside stuff. And there never seems like there's a shortage of things to do here.
0: No, not Especially not at least.
1: Not if you like wine. I mean, you could never you 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 could taste wine at a different winery. I think I figured it out for two and a half or three years. Yeah. And and speaking of that, let's jump in. So so what year did you move to Walla Walla in 2018?
0: In 2018, yeah. So I was first introduced to Walla Walla when I was living in Florida, and I in my mind was like, no way could this place be so cool. Yeah, and I lived at the beach. And yeah, you know, yeah, that was like what was forefront. So um so anyway, I ended up then coming to Walla Walla and I was immediately hooked, right? Like it's just, I came in late May, early June, you know, and everything that there's still a little bit of asparagus hanging out. The strawberries just came in, you know, like the valley is lush and green and the evenings are cool, but the days are warm. So anyway, I was hooked immediately. And then I just, you know, it took me a little while to get here. Um, It took me a little while to find the Wine Alliance and, you know, find the right role and those types of things. But eventually it all clicked in 2018. I moved in January. I, um, at the time I actually had moved from Jacksonville to um, to Northwest Arkansas, so my okay. father and I drove, um, you know, the U-Haul in January. Oh my I God! That. Colorado, Wyoming, all that <laughs> Idaho, but it was a blast, and it was a it was a wonderful time for us to do it little father-daughter bonding
1: that's I mean you would definitely have some time <laughs> yeah. to bond that's I did a, yeah. I did the drive from Alabama to Seattle that is a but it was yeah. in the summertime when our. it was it was mid-September yeah. when I did it and yeah I can't oh man that's, a, and that's basically
0: a, enough the weather was the best when we got the furthest north in Walla Walla right because <laughs> the winters aren't too terrible here no
1: they're not we've yeah we've just well, you know, despite the, the incredible heat spell we had this year, the weather has been just so lovely mm-hmm. and being able to really experience seasons coming from just like the deep you know south. The that was something that, you know, we just didn't really have. I talked to my mom yesterday in Alabama is still 90 something degrees there mm-hmm. every day this week. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Seattle got a little bit of that. But still, I mean. You know, ten months out of the year, you've got that mild kind yeah. of damp um, weather. Which, and you know how much I love Seattle, and nothing is better than Seattle in August. But coming here is definitely—we uh, just love that. And the the leaves are turning now. It's yeah. like, and things are happening when they're supposed to. You know, in Alabama, it'll start getting funny, cold in and November. And like yeah, now, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's you know, the end of September. It's chilly. It it mm-hmm. was just turned fall a week ago, and it now it feels like fall. This is mm-hmm. this is different to me. But it's you know, I I, I love it. It's been it's been such a welcome change and and so you so you arrived in 2018 and started working with the wine and wine so let's i i obviously want to talk about walla walla valley wine um Mm -hmm. in the organization but let's just talk a little bit about the walla Walla valley and the wineries um just give us like a little history i mean the you know it's kind of mushroomed as far as how many wineries are here i mean if you were Mm -hmm. here 20 years ago well, yeah, maybe. there was about 50 there. was Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, so talk to us about how many
0: wineries are, are in this area. So right now, so it's always an interesting question to ask because everybody's ebbing and flowing out yeah. of their life cycle, right? Like some, some, um, wineries are leaving the market and some are coming in. So right now we estimate there there is about 120 to 130 wineries that you can actually step foot into to have a tasting experience. Right. There's about 150 wineries in total right and then those wineries are producing over 200 labels okay so i'm sure you're familiar with that
1: yeah and wineries
0: have multiple labels under yes
1: i am now that i have been here for a little over a year and had the pleasure of working with some of the you know best wineries in the valley but so what liz is really saying is that while there are 120 to 130 wineries with actual tasting rooms that you can go in and taste some wineries do not have you know a, a an open an area for you to come in and, mm-hmm. and taste their wine. They are making wine and they are selling mm-hmm. wine, but they're not like a destination for you to come and sit down with a tasting room, mm-hmm. either downtown or open the South side or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you're saying, some wines are making uh, multiple labels. Right. Right. So, so a lot of wine coming out of, of yes. this area. Yeah. I, th- I think that actually the first time I ever heard about Walla Walla, I, it was probably like 2015. Uh, yeah. I remember the apartment I was in. I moved apartments many times in Seattle. I remember being <laughs> in my apartment and getting uh, looking over my new food and wine that had, had just come in and there was an article about Walla Walla and they were basically calling it like the new Napa Valley was basically Mm -hmm. the gist of the article. And I don't know if it was written by Ray Isle. I assume I I can't remember. It's been so many years ago, but I just remember just reading that and just like, Oh my God, this is so cool. This is in Washington state. I had, I really had no idea. And then later, you know, was introduced to a first trip in 2016 or 17 when I came to work with a PR firm that, was working with the Marcus Whitman, a sure. hotel downtown mm-hmm. that had just been that had just been redone and just 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 fell in love. But yeah, so so lots of wine, lots of acclaim. I feel like the spotlight has really been on Washington mm-hmm. wine in the past few years. I've, you
0: want to talk a little bit about that and the exciting things that that are happening here yeah absolutely well, i think all of it kind of boils down to like just this exploration and this innovation and you know these these things that you know kind of like it really is still a little bit of the the wild west like everybody's subscribed to quality right so there's no question there um but Pushing, you know, into new microclimates within the valley, seeing what new varieties can do here, and those types of things, and in the state as, you know, as a whole, but really, especially here in the valley, we've got, you know, three to four climates or microclimates within the valley that are, um, you know, seeing the most new planting so up mill creek so mm-hmm. if you go into the kind of the foothills of the blue mountains there's, yes there's quite a bit of activity in that in that space of the valley and then also um in the rocks district mm-hmm. of milton free Rudder, which is a sub aba of the of uh, the walla, walla valley aba and then um The North Fork Mm -hmm. of the Walla Walla River, which is in Oregon as well. So I should probably clarify that too, which a lot of people know, right? The Walla Walla Valley is a cross-border AVA. So yes, yes, we absolutely align to Washington Wine and the Washington Wine Commission, but also the Oregon Wine Board. Um, So Which is super, super interesting because I I don't know if that happens anywhere
1: else. And I know for me, that was kind of like contradictory. I remember when I moved here because I had done a lot of projects with the Mm -hmm. Washington State Wine Commission Mm -hmm. and written a lot about for their website or for my website about Washington wine. And I remember when we first came to visit last year before we moved, I was writing something on Walla Walla Walla. tasting mm-hmm. rooms that were beautiful i think was like the concept that i was working mm-hmm. on and one of the wineries we visited that i saw for the first time was roti at the time and i was mm-hmm. like wait this is an organ i was like wait right. a-, you know and this fruit is an organ and the tasting room is an organ but they're making the wine in in walla walla in washington mm-hmm. even though the you know the tasting room is technically technically in milton Freewater. and that's where you know some of their grapes and their fruit comes from so i mean are you are you an expert on that? I mean, so the wine itself, it, it's Washington wine. If it's made in Washington, it doesn't matter if the grapes came from across the border in Oregon, but they're making it out of facility. And why is that what technically makes a Washington wine or an Oregon wine? where it's being processed.
0: I like to say that I'm like, kind of like, I know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting her on the spot. <laughs> but not a lot. Um, but yes, as I understand it, you know, so as if you're making wine in Washington and that's the beauty of the Walla Walla Valley. Yes. LA, because you can, whether you're making wine in Oregon mm-hmm. or you're making wine in Washington, mm-hmm. as long as, you're appellated, right? The grapes are appellated to the Walla Walla Valley AVA. Mm-hmm. That's what you can claim on the va- on, on the label, right? So, so it's a tool, right? It's, yeah. You know, and that um, telling the story about where those grapes come from and the place of wine and those types of things. So, it's unique in the sense that majority of wineries are located in Washington State. Yes. Um. Then, if you look at grapes, it. Gets a little bit more even. So 57% of the grapes grown in the valley are in Washington. Oh. And 43% of the grapes oh, grown wow. are okay. in Oregon. I didn't know yep. it was almost, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really almost 50 50. I did yep. not realize. So when you talk about some of these kind of up and coming spaces, there's also the Savane Project, uh, which is in Oregon as well. So that kind of sits atop this ridge, the Van Sickle Ridge um, that looks down over into the Rocks District. Um, so Lots of activity taking place. Um, We are due for a a new vineyard audit. So um, stay tuned for (laughs) new Okay. And how often does that happen? We try to do it about every other year. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, it's a a bit of manpower. That's what um, I was about to say. It sounds like a pretty uh, expansive project. So I don't know if it's something you do every 10 years. But okay, every couple of years. That's impressive. Yeah, Because what we're looking for is, you know, right now the valley has about 3,000 acres under vine. We want to know the split. So there's about 95 per the last vineyard audit that was done in um, 2018, and we had a um, a Whitman fellow help us with it. Okay. So we lean on Whitman College to yes. help us because there's a lot of mathematical equations and all of those types of things and just general reach out. Um, so so they're great partners with us um, for that project in the past. So we've had 95 percent great or red grapes percent white grapes. is it that i mean i knew that we In were producing mm-hmm. mostly
1: red i did mm-hmm. know that
0: but i didn't know that it was that yeah high of a yeah. percentage but the thing to understand is is that there's a lot of sourcing coming from the greater Columbia Valley right. and other regions within red Mountain, Washington yes. and Oregon, mm-hmm. right. That are bringing in those whites. So it's not that you have to come to Walla Walla, you know, in right. Summertime and drink only red wine, yes. you know, like there's definitely red wines and that's probably the majority of most uh, wineries of uh, like winemaking programs, mm-hmm. but there is also quite a few whites and yes. you know, you things can, that are
1: fine. Plenty of white yep. wine here, plenty of Rose, mm-hmm. plenty of sparkling, you know, all the, all that, the that nats and sparkling wine is having a <laughs> moment here. Like I feel like it is everywhere. Um, okay, well, that is that's super interesting. Well, um, well, tell us a little bit about. So you work for Walla Walla Valley Wine, the marketing director. Um, tell us a little bit about that organization, its mission, and, and how you work with the wine. Just tell us about that.
0: Sure. So um, in 2001, um, a group of pretty innovative pioneers and leaders in the community came together and understood that there needed to be consistent and effective um, communication and, and collateral and maps and all of those types of things coming out of the valley on behalf of the handful of, of wineries. Um, so there was around 20 to 50 around that time. Okay. Um, that seems like a big, <laughs> a big Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 20 to 50. But there was a lot of acceleration of growth you yeah. know, in the late 90s to yeah. early 1000s. Um, so... As that was taking place, the Wine Alliance developed in 2001 and um, as a membership organization, our mission is to build an internationally acclaimed Walla Walla Valley wine brand amongst consumers, trade and media on behalf of our member wineries, vineyards and partners. So, uh, you know, we're talking to three main groups. We're looking to reach out to consumers. We're looking to reach out to the trade audience. And then, of course, media. But then we also have wineries as members, vineyards as members, and then partners. And those partners can be either people that are in kind of a consumer space or facing space that is um, restaurants and hotels, tour companies, mm -hmm. and all those types of things. And then also those that supply the wine industry. So looking at, you know, uh, bottle manufacturers and all of the people that kind of support um, in the vineyard from, you know a glass yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah because you do i i know a few restaurants in town
1: i'm mm-hmm. probably more than i can name that are are members mm-hmm. of the wine alliance and like you're saying mm-hmm. like, bottling companies all kinds of things people that want you know people that want increased tourism to Walla Walla because of the wine, people that want increased wine sales, it's beneficial Mm -hmm. to them. So they're a member
0: of the wine alliance Mm -hmm. because that's what you guys do. You, yeah. yeah. Okay. And we're the main source of information about wine in the Valley. So we create the Walla Walla Valley Wine Guide. Mm -hmm. We just recently did an update to it. So if you haven't um, gotten your hands on it in the last couple of years, definitely reach out. We can send one direct by mail. They're in most tasting rooms and also online. There's a digital version. Um, but we incorporate information about the valley and then all of the wineries mm-hmm. and then, like, of course, um, the lodging accommodations and all those of types of things. <clears throat> um, but one thing that we did add this year was a grid so that if you find something that you like, like, say you're really into Barbera mm-hmm. and you want to find the other wineries, that, wineries yeah. in the valley that are making Barbera, mm-hmm. you can go on, like, a Barbera journey. Yeah. Or you can go on, you know, like, a Tempranillo journey. Like, there's a lot of things that you can... know find your way around you know our big three wines that we produce here and grow here in the valley are Cabernet Sauvignon first and then Syrah and Merlot Um, so those three and we celebrate those Um, so not only do we do wine guides and website and all those types of things um, that help communicate um, the valley as a whole we also do events so each summer we haven't been able to have it for two years (laughs) But I'm missing everything. <laughs> Next year. Yeah. Next but we year. do have a really exciting project. So Celebrate Walla Walla Valley Wine is our wine festival that we hold in July every year. Um, so we do grand tastings. We bring in winemakers from around the world and have a panel tasting with three Walla Walla Valley winemakers and then three um, global producers. So you get to do it side by side. know, And cool. There's so much um, food and wine and there's collaborative winemaker dinners. So a lot of what makes well, well, well special is the community. Here. Absolutely. So, um, so winemakers kind of find their contemporaries, their peers, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. like, you know, get together and have a big dinner and, you know, festivities Good and party. It's summertime yes. till 10 o'clock oh, at gosh. night. And it's just, it's fantastic. So celebrate. We haven't been able to have um, over the past couple of years, COVID related, um, but this year, we are venturing out into vineyards, capturing winemakers, making wine, and um, then we're going to delve down the kind of ageability and tasting and pairing stories, um, and we're making three short films. Okay, and that's what I saw you doing in the yeah. vineyard. What last we were week. There, in the rocks? Liz yeah. and I are both out at
1: <laughs> uh, roti, like, and the and like the vineyards. It was like six o'clock. Yeah, in the morning. six a.m. Yeah. I'm like oh, good morning. Yeah, yeah all hey, with hey, the yeah. camera crew and everything. But God, that was. You know, it's it's hard to get up that early sometimes, but the light you get in the vineyard oh, you're so, so rewarding. Oh my God, the photos are to die mm-hmm. for. I can't wait to see. And you guys actually got to interview the roti.
0: Uh Sean Boyd is part of it. We've got quite a few winemakers. So uh, Rich Funk with Savaya, Cameron Contos uh, with Contos Cellars. Um, Kate Derby Raymond with Spring Valley Vineyard and then Mary Derby with Dama Wines and um, Danny Gordon with Tamarack Cellar. Oh, so that's Those are really the winemakers we're featuring. Yeah. So we're just, I call them a love letter, like a love letter wow. to Cabernet Sauvignon, a love letter to Syrah and a love letter to Merlot. Um, and those will be released in November. So okay. we're really excited oh, about wow. that. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so fairly yeah, soon. Fairly okay. soon. Yeah. So with the heat is on. Yeah. Okay. So y'all chop, chop, But get that. you know, it's harvest. Yeah. It? Things are happening fast here right Yeah. Now. Yeah. And,
1: and we'll, we'll touch on harvest for just a second. You know, I've had a few winemakers on in the past, you know, on the podcast. We had Elodie on last week, who's the chef at, on um, Abeja. You know, it's been a crazy, such a crazy five weeks, you know, month to yep. six weeks that everyone is taking in the grapes here. Um, Marcus, my boyfriend worked to harvest last year with Spring Valley, was working seven days a week. Some I think he got a day off a couple a day <laughs> a couple of weeks when he when he was doing it. But it's um
0: it's an experience. And this year it started really early, right? It did. It started a little earlier than than previous years. Yeah. Uh, some people kind of embrace that and say, hey, I'm gonna be able to hang up the hat. Yeah. Know, well no, like, I think for, but then also too, it just causes logistical challenges yeah, yeah, in because a lot of ways too. But they're just like getting started this time last year, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um now that uh, the weather's cooled down a little bit though. Right. So then that, that little shift that we saw kind of like mid September. Um, so that kind of got us back on that. Yeah. Regular course. So it wasn't like this like fast and furious. Yeah. That yeah. Like yeah. We saw the beginning of August and September, but there's certainly regions that were, I remember that. Were the, all yeah. Yeah. Weeks before they were
1: taking in fruit. I mean, last year I was working on a project that we were filming in, um, they were taking in fruit at the end of October. And I know I was with Ashley Trout yesterday from yep. Vital and Broken Bull. She was like, this is my last oh, pickup. Wow. I'm taking yeah. the rental truck back tomorrow, like the flatbed truck back. I know Kelsey, who I, I mean, yeah. I talked to her two weeks ago and she was, I, I'm sure she's done by now. She had taken mm-hmm. all her so fruit certainly. in by then. So yeah, it came fast and furious, but you know maybe they'll get a little bit of a fall break. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So this is a very special time of year, harvest, and then also um, touch on fall release a little bit for people that you know I didn't realize fall release was such a big thing until I moved here. And last year fall release was not a very big deal because of yeah. COVID. But that is when I mean fall release. It is what it sounds like. That's when the wineries release all their fall wines.
0: Yeah. And it's a really big deal here. Yeah, it is. So it is always the first full weekend of November. So um, Friday has to fall in the month of November. So that's an important if you're trying to like figure out the formula. of like, Okay. What hey, a plan for fall release every year. <laughs> okay. So Friday falls on like October 31st. That's the next week. <laughs> okay. Um, so Anyway, uh, fall release is really this fun time in the valley because it's still, you know, the weather can still be really cooperative. Um, and, you know, the vines start to change a little bit of color. All of the leaves are, are changing color. But um, essentially wineries are, are releasing their next, you know, crop of, of fresh wines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't quite know how to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The wines but,
1: that, they, that they've that they been
0: making yeah. that have been aging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another really fun part about, Fall release is is that so winemakers are around because they're just coming off of that harvest Mm -hmm. high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a really cool opportunity for consumers to engage and interact and talk about not only the harvest or the vintage that's being released, but then also the harvest that's just taken place. Um, I don't know if you've ever talked to a winemaker and they'll be like, oh, yeah. 2011 blah 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 this happened this happened and I'm like Wait, like how do
1: you remember Yeah yeah
0: <laughs> like, they remember the weather patterns they yeah. yeah exactly like they can remember the date it yes, started yes. and ended and like what happened like in the beginning of October and I just think I, that is so fascinating and it's such a, a testament to their art and, Yeah it is there's so uh, much yeah. science
1: and mm-hmm. so much that goes into yeah. it. Like you're saying so much math so uh, much you know examining the yeah. soil looking at acid levels I mean yeah. you know I know very little about it, but I know that there is just, again, so much science yeah. that goes in behind it that yeah. they're looking at. And
0: there's also, you know, that little magic factor too, right? Yes, you know, that's, yes. That's always, you know, that that fun bit. But um, yeah, so during full release, there's a lot of winemakers around and you have this opportunity to have these conversations that are really in depth about that vintage that's, you know, coming across the bar right now, coming across the tasting bar and in your glass, but then also what's just happened. So if you repeat and come year over year, then you're starting to kind of build this knowledge base of what's going on in the valley and how to apply that to the wines that you're procuring and tasting in the future.
1: And that's a really special. You know, I I feel like you know we we're around so so much of the wine industry and winemakers, but I know you know just from working with social media with wineries people just love so much to see the winemakers. They yeah. love so much to to hear their stories, to talk to them. I mean, yeah. I, I've been at wineries many times where, oh my gosh, is that the winemaker? Is that is that so and so? Is yeah. you know is that Kevin? Is that Kelsey? Like people, it's just it's a really special thing and we're kind of removed from it, but you know, perhaps not the experience that you would get if you went to Napa Valley.
0: Right. Like I think there's something that's interesting about the valleys is, is that there's something for everybody in a lot of ways. Like our wineries range, you know, in size, um, there are still places where you can go in and see, you know, the the winemaker, and they're the person pouring mm-hmm. the wine across the bar, like, for example, the incubators. Mm-hmm. So out at the airport, um, we have a little industrial area um, out there, and there's quite a few wineries, along with distilleries and breweries, coffee roasters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Anyway, at the incubators, it was um, a project um, funded by the Port of Walla Walla, which is our economic development agency here. um, And they have, you get a seven year lease on one of five buildings and they're set right next to each other Mm -hmm. side by side. And it's just this little kind of, you know, it's like this, Thank you, yeah, right. you can go taste from one to one, yep. you know, park mm-hmm. out there yeah. and taste
1: wine all day, yeah. just walk, walk,
0: walk. And, and most, most of them are staffed by, or at any given time, the proprietor, which yes. is also the winemaker, mm-hmm. um, is present. So you get to interface and interact, you know, and there's this kind of this, this salon yes. of new ideas and you know, what's, what's kind of trending in the valley, which I think is fun right now. There's a couple out there that are doing very focused projects, yes. you know, versus having a wider portfolio of wines, mm-hmm. offering solely rosés, yes. or francs and Rieslings, mm-hmm. uh, those types of things. So um, it is a really exciting time and place to visit um, for the incubators and yeah, out there, that's
1: report. a it, it's it is a really cool spot. If y'all come to Walla Walla, that's definitely definitely worth a visit. Um, Marcus's parents were just here two weeks ago and we went out there and we went out to yeah. ETA and yeah, yeah, they loved it getting to chat with Kelsey and try the wines. And it was, you yeah. know, it was really special. That was a really cool experience yeah. for them. And again, we're yeah. lucky. Cause I feel like, right. I get to see Kelsey all the time. We've had her on the podcast. She's great. Yeah, um, if you pay attention on main
0: street, you can see a lot of winemaking. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely can. Oh. Um, but yeah, so like fall release, right? So with the larger wineries that, role of the winemaker is you know dedicated more towards production Mm -hmm. and visiting vineyards and all those types of things so during fall release a lot of times they're there at the events and they're there for dinners and those types of things so you can interface you know whereas um some of the smaller wineries you can interact like any any given weekend Mm -hmm. um, those types of things but really when we have these special event weekends so we have fall release and then in may we have spring release and then we also have a spring kickoff weekend in april and a holiday barrel tasting in December. Oh, okay,
1: I know we didn't do the
0: holiday barrel tasting. We'll have to to plan for this. Where is, is that just at? uh, It's it's at multiple, so yeah, so that's another opportunity. Um, So some wineries do bring out a barrel and they'll have a thief and and be sampling from that. And then some um, bring in shiners, but you'll be able to taste the, you know, the the wine from from the barrels. And so I didn't know what this was The a a thief is. I know this because
1: of the thief downtown, (laughs) which is a wine shop. And I was like, why is it named that? So if you've ever done a barrel tasting or seen one, um, it's the, the, it looks like a, it's like a pipette. Yeah. It looks like 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 a, a like a baster, almost like a turkey baster. That's kind of like, um, (laughs) curved and you, you stick it into the barrel. And then that's how the winemakers, taste the wine as it's in the barrel and yeah. it's a, it's a super cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it's,
0: it's a lot of fun. So do you know if that's happening this year? You know, it's kind of the same way that we're approaching everything, you know, it's like, we're still at um, Houston. We're still on the kind of some of that limited cautious style of yeah. approach to things. Um, So I believe, you know, everybody's kind of operating as business as usual with reservations and reserving, but then adding in kind of some extra, whether it's catering Mm -hmm. or tours or live music or those types of things. But, you know, previously, and hopefully this is something that, you know, there are opportunities to get back to in some way in the future, you know, to have um, kind of some of those more like, public open air, larger gatherings that yeah. surround these weekends. And yeah. Things. But first, you know, as far as, as, um, 2021 and going into fall release and holiday barrel, it's definitely something to check our website or check yeah. the winery's website and make sure that, you know, there's, you have some reservations in place. Yeah, um,
1: definitely. You guys are a great resource for that. Your website is fantastic. Your social media is wonderful. As far as, you know, always doing different promotions and letting people know what's going on in the Valley. You guys mm-hmm. are just like a, a great a great resource. Thank you. Yeah, you guys do. You guys do a good job. I've had several. I know, I know um, George Ann from Yellow Hawk mentioned specifically the the guide mm-hmm. that we were talking about. The magazine that's so mm-hmm. beautiful, and it is. It's such a great tool because it can definitely be overwhelming with yeah. how much how much wine there is to taste like I Marcus and I keep saying like we're just going to get an alphabetical list <laughs> of all the wineries with tasting rooms here. Yeah. Like you said there's 130 of them yeah. and just taste one go we need to go to a different one a week and that right. will take us two, <laughs> two yeah. over 2 years to do if we if yeah. we just do if we just do one a week. So having something like this, having you guys as a comprehensive guide, obviously we all have wineries that we love and follow on social media and on the web, but um, you guys do such a good job of just promoting all the wineries here and letting people know yeah. what's going on in the Valley.
0: Yeah. And something that's interesting about, you know, as far as COVID and some of the things that we've had to adapt through us is that there's a, like a lot of diversification taking place in tasting experiences. So also another thing to kind of reach out to see if, you know, it's something a lot of people say, like, Hey, this is a two hour experience, or this is a 45 minute tasting, or you know, Mm -hmm. like paying attention Mm -hmm. to kind of like what's evolving. Being a good guest. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And And I guess too, like, yeah, definitely being a good guest too, but it's like you could seek out kind of, you know, a tasting. You could go from tasting to tasting to tasting, right? And do maybe. Three to four a day, yeah. But if you're doing experiences, you may only have space for two, yeah. So there's kind of like this whole like planning piece, so there's a lot of information out there, but also, too, like we're always a resource. Um, myself and uh, my co worker Shelby, we're always on the other line at the wide alliance, so um, so anybody can give us a call. But um, what I love too about this new guide is like going on those hunts, like Grenache, Mm -hmm. right? Like Grenache, right? in the valley. so fun right so it's just kind of or pet nuts and you know those are all called out in and, yeah. and the guide and on our website to be like okay well who's doing this yeah and there there are some really
1: cool things and like off just off the top of my head i think tranche does a um a vineyard tour that you can do yep. i may be misspeaking i believe it's Tranche. i know at mm-hmm. roti we do we do one um on saturdays bridge yeah mm-hmm. you can you can go out in the vineyard with with you know with the winemaker yeah. um, or, you Baltimore, know, right? yeah, they'll, you know, and then, you know, take, start with their wine mm-hmm. in the vineyard and then finish it up in the tasting room. And yeah, just a, a really special experience. So you can find, you know, if you want to just go sit down and drink your wine, but I know for me, I, it feels very special um, to, to be in a vineyard drinking wine that, that came from there that was yep. made there. It's just a really special experience. Absolutely. I want wine I, now. And it's I, like, I it's very what early. I'm like, it? what time is it? Okay, it's it's not 10 a.m. yet, but we're we're talking about all this delicious wine. Um, well, okay, so so yeah, so we talked a little bit about just this amazing valley, all the things going on. Um, let's talk a little bit about. So, one of the things that you guys do at Walla Walla Valley Wine is um, you know, different promotions throughout the year to. To Simulate like tourism. I uh, just to people coming to this area, doing wine tasting, buying wine. Um, we just wrapped up your, your summer promotion and now we're going into fall. And is, is it, Walla walla wander. Am I saying it right? It's wander walla walla. Wander. I knew I had it back. Wander walla walla. But wine. it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all fluid. Yes, <laughs> it's fluid. Oh my god. Very good word choices today. And so this is so funny. Um, that was actually the promote. This promotion was something you guys did. You started in 2018. Was 17. 17. 17
0: was the first. Year. Okay, so you were here
1: for the second year, and that was the reason I came here to do mm-hmm. to, to do parts of these, uh, these Wander at, uh, itineraries. But let's talk about that because this is such a cool concept and it really lets people um, see Walla Walla and the Walla Walla wine and just lifestyle experience through the eyes mm-hmm. of some of these local winemakers that live here. So talk to us yeah. a little bit about what it is and the inspiration and
0: how people can enjoy this. Yeah. So to make... Your way to Walla Walla, unless you are born here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit off the beaten path as far as life goes, right? So, um, so when people are here, they're really connected, they're really connected to yes. being here. Um, and then also too, um, like you said, any given day there's so many things to do. Yeah, and you know that's what I always encourage about Walla Walla is is that it's not just a a one time visit, right? There's yeah, so many things. Oh, no. and like especially with like the convenience to Seattle and Portland Mm -hmm. and Spokane and Boise. This is like, you know, this is a place to continue to come back to. Um, So what we decided is to tell the story of Walla Walla Valley through the eyes of the locals and who better to do that than the winemakers who decided to come here and start businesses, right, and hone their crafts. Um, So each year we have um, single day itineraries. They're self-guided, but they're crafted and authored by local winemakers. We ask that there is um, a central theme. So it can be kind of a culinary adventure or something that's more outdoor oriented or music oriented. Um, And typically that manifests really naturally. Of course. Just by general yes. Personal interests. Mm -hmm. Um so the the itineraries are a full day. It starts off with recommendations for um coffee and getting your morning started, whether it's with some exercise or pastries, whatever. Pastries (laughs) for (laughs) me. Um and then um layers in uh wineries and other local like cultural attractions and those types Mm -hmm. of things that are meaningful. Yeah. And and really help uh, like, you know, kind of connect to the area and deliver, you know, information that um, surrounds this winemakers project and what they're doing and and where they're they're headed and all those types of things. So um, really informative and exciting. Um, They're meant to be guides. Um, So we don't require that you do every step along the way yeah. or anything like that. So once again, they're fluid, of course. right? So, um, so you can look at a couple if you'd like to right. you take or you things that you along. like from mm-hmm. each. Absolutely. Yep. Or if you're a local or you're somebody that's, you know, a little bit closer to the Valley, you can come and do many, right? So this is a, an extended program. So it's from October to December. Um, and then we recommend most things, you know, you'll catch it best Thursday through Sunday, yeah. you know, with hours and, you know, mm-hmm. those types of things and availability. Um, but really you can wander any day of the week. Yes. It's just, you have to do a little bit of, a little bit of research. Mm-hmm. And so online, they're located on our website, wallawallawine.com. Um, and you can go through this year. We have eight winemakers, um, and actually, we have a couple of couples of winemakers yes. um, that have recommendations. Yep, grow Grain and Golden Ridge um, and Truth Teller. Um, so a couple of, um, you know, tandem recommendations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that's, so it's really exciting. Um, this year we added to a playlist.
1: I noticed that. Very mm-hmm. cool. So they picked out like, you know, Kelsey or Matt and Kelly. They they made a little playlist of their favorite music for you to listen to. Like it, it's a Spotify
0: thing. Yep, and you all can just- on Spotify. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you can listen, you know, like on your way over if you're driving. Yeah. You can listen as you're going along. Yes. But yeah, just to kind of, you know, further align to this winemaker's recommendations and their personality and style. Well, I love
1: that. And actually two of the winemakers that, that wrote itineraries um, we've had on the podcast, um, Georgian Robertson of, of yellow Hawk and um, Kelsey of, of Eta. I'm not Mm going to say her last name because I butchered it last time she was on the podcast, but I believe um, I believe Shelby told me that both of their podcasts are on their playlist.
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so, absolutely. you know, if
1: you're planning to go to ETA or, or we Yellow We sit Hawk. in the same office and I didn't know that. <laughs> that's okay. You're, you're a team. She did yeah, tell me that. Nice. I'm, I'm, and Kel- Kelsey told me that too. She was like, did you see you're on the... But I but it's actually it's a little barcode that you scan at the yeah. bottom, um, yeah. which pulls up the playlist. So I, I saw it on the itineraries. I've looked at them online, but I didn't actually mm-hmm. see the list. But um, yeah, yeah. Was like, oh no, no, yeah. just scan it, it's there. I was like, oh my gosh, that's been that's fantastic. So you know you can you can listen to to those when
0: you when you when you head mm-hmm. over. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, the um so Georgian's is closer to the Vines wine tours. So she is focusing on estate wineries and making sure you know that people are kind of in those spaces where they're we're getting some you know I think face that's time and I love wines. that I I think that's mm-hmm. such a great concept because I
1: think it's you know you want to drink the best wine but it is very much about where where you are and like I said being sure. in a vineyard where you're drinking wine that those grapes <laughs> grow it's just it's special
0: yes yes absolutely and then uh Kelsey's is eclectic Um, eclectic choose your own Walla Walla adventure. So she makes quite a few recommendations. You can kind of steer yourself to and fro. I loved
1: hers actually because it, I mean, obviously she mentioned like some restaurants and things you can do, but she also, in her itinerary um, mentioned, you know, if you want to cook, there's these great stores that you can visit downtown, and some of the we've yeah. really got some cool little artisanal Which is really, food spots. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I know this is super cheesy, but I always say it's like another color in my rainbow. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> it's, I these love shops, it. right? I love so it. Got, you know, you can get fresh fish and you know, grass-fed beef. Yeah, foodscapes, cheeses, yes. and it's just it's endless, right? Yeah. T Max Epicurean Kitchen. I am foodscapes. obsessed with that place. Yeah. I
1: I love Tom. I love what he's done. He's yeah. Yeah.
0: He was on the podcast, yep. too, right? He was yeah. on not yeah. too long ago. We're, yeah. we're making I the rounds. I get into trouble a little when I go into those places. Oh, me, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, no, I can't. Hands, I, I know. dropping out of
1: my like, arms. I can't go to Butcher <laughs> Butcher. I can't go to Day Olivia. I am just, I come out, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, how did I just spend yeah. $60 on olive oil? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I needed all of that infused <laughs> olive oil. I needed Harissa yeah. infused <laughs> olive oil. And i will say i know. i, I use that harissa infused i have to try that it is amazing i put it on broccolini and roasted it with just mm. garlic and salt and pepper i swear to god it was mm. unforg... i i have to go back and just i got one of the little she has so de livio is this darling shop downtown and mm. she has these mini sizes yeah. sample sizes you can just get and try and i have oh, i have 10
0: yeah. little samples in my cabinet <laughs> you know what one of my obsessions was uh, the olive oil butter flavored olive oil on pop so air pop popcorn and then v i oh my
1: god i didn't Ugh. know that was a thing i did not know the butter flavored olive oil was a thing does she have it down she, there yeah. Okay, yeah of course absolutely. she does she has dozens and dozens feel- of mm-hmm. olive oil mm-hmm. a different infused olive oils and the sonic yeah. Uh, vinegars yeah. as well, yeah, yeah. and the furikake too from Foodscapes. That's another one of my popcorn, and, I, lo- and I love her too. I okay. and
0: Hannah, yeah, and you can't forget kujinis too. So the the procuring of ingredients, yeah, is, it's you know, it's we've got wild. we are
1: very lucky here to have such a great range of um just wonderful like artisanal food
0: things at yeah. our fingertips, and you can't also can't just count the um farmer's market right like so the farmer's market and then all of the local farms like that's the thing for me that's quality of life about the valley right so you have like all of the the agriculture from you know asparagus to like I'm when the sweet onions trucks pull out yeah on the side over yeah you know the the sweet onion belt um like the first time you see All Uh, of them, yeah. Pull out, yeah. There's there's piles, there's there's flying flying around, and it's such an exciting time of the year. onions, oh my Mm -hmm. god, all those onions, all the (laughs) onions, yeah. And it's just in the sweet corn and all those types of things. So, um, anyway, but you know, wine's the pinnacle of agriculture, yeah, right. So, if there's wine, then there's great agriculture. Yes. So for me, that's, you know, that's the quality of life that the Valley provides a very, in a whole different
1: way. So special. And mm-hmm. speaking of Tom Macaroni, when we did his podcast, he coined Walla Walla life as the Sunset Magazine life. Yes. As we are living, you know, this, this farm, wine, rich area, yes. like, you know, we're, you know, sipping wine. You know, yeah. maybe maybe early in the day, sometimes just enjoying the vineyards yeah. and all this beautiful produce and agriculture that we have, and it's it's, yeah, it's a it's a good spot to
0: be. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, I had a white writer in town um, this past weekend, and it was Friday at five, and he's like, "Is something happening?" Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He's like, "It's five o'clock on Friday, and there's no traffic." <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like stuff oh. like that's that's so wild, it's you know? It's like. like uh,
1: it's so it's, it's so pleasurable. No, we were in well, we were in Walla we were in Seattle uh, last week, and M- Marcus was just all of a sudden like. I just forgot how much I hate traffic. Like, it's just, it's so nice to have that factor out yeah. of your life. Yeah. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about the itinerary. So, yes. we've got Kelsey, Georgianne
0: on um, the, the Grow Grain team did one. Yeah. Matt Austin, um, owner and winemaker, along with Kelly, his wife mm-hmm. at Grow Grain. Um, one thing that I really love about Wander Itineraries is, is that because they're new annually, we typically have one of what's new. Right. Right. Like, right. It's come about in the last 12 months. So uh, Brograin is um, taking that position, you know, in this year's lineup. So um, talk quite a bit about um, what's new on Main Street. Yeah. um, And the surrounding area. Yeah.
1: Lead us through a little bit of their itinerary. So this is just a sample. Again, you don't have to follow this to a T. But let's like let's let's talk a little bit bit through theirs. What were their their recommendations? What have they found to do in town? So first, kick it off
0: at AK's Mercado. Breakfast tacos, right. morning, Breakfast after biscuit. Biscuit. <laughs> oh, morning after biscuit. Morning after biscuit. Any of their pastries. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. yes. Yeah. And I don't want to get everybody started too early, but they do have fantastic. You know, Mimosa, oh, Bloody Mary, and, and, and Jim German, Bloody boozy Mary. slushies. Yeah. Which you have
1: <laughs> two of those, and you're out of commission. Yeah. So it'd be careful.
0: So Chef Andre Bob's latest um, installment. They're on Main Street, um, and it's just a fun place. Sit outside, watch everybody walk by. And um, he's a member of Wall Wall he's Valley a member Wine. Of Wall, Wall Valley yeah, absolutely, Fantastic. Long-time supporter. Um, typically, and you know, in a, in a regular year, we would have a harvest party. Um, a pre-harvest party uh, before everybody, you know, puts okay. their heads down for the next few weeks and mm-hmm. a uh, few months, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Andre is always there with, with course. Good Eats of um, course for that is. gathering. Uh, so, yeah, longtime supporter of, of the Valley um, or the wine industry in the Valley. And then um, also, too, um, along Main Street and Alder, which is the adjacent street to mm-hmm. Main Street, um, we've seen quite a bit of activity popping up over there. So definitely, like, if you're used to coming over to Walla Walla and just hitting Maine, uh, make sure to, to yeah. check out Alder, too. Like, the Colville Street Patisserie, of course, is over there. I'm going there later like, today yes, for a yes, meeting. The anchor, right? Um, and then uh, there's also the General Store.
1: Yes, um, yes.
0: Which just opened to local pro- proprietor's Johnny and uh, Peggy. Oh, yeah, my God. They did
1: such a fantastic job curating. And you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the Rose Apothecary Shits Creek it's like just that's the feel I get when I walk in there yeah. and again these are all things Good. that are on this fantastic itinerary that and I love mm-hmm. this they're they're new winemakers or yeah new winery in the area and so and we've got yeah. like new other new businesses there. absolutely
0: they also hit on the So Home Collective which is a plant shop yes. um, and the, the wall did you know the Walla Walla has a tenderloin building
1: I don't think I did. You know, know the Tenderloin. I did in New York.
0: I Yes, but I. So when you're at um, the end of Maine, well, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say the end of Maine, but when you're on the east side of Maine and there's the Big House Brew Pub and Wingman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So
1: no, I did. Uh, yes.
0: Okay. And they're, and
1: they're in there. That's where they're located. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, she just has beautiful, beautiful plants. And from what I understand, can't. Keep stuff mm-hmm. in stock, people are buying it up so fast. You have beautiful plants. <laughs> Thank you. We are sitting at my house and my boyfriend is a has a very green thumb and is yes, we probably gorgeous. have 30, 40 plants around us right now.
0: AKS Mercado has a little plant. Yes,
1: a uh, daytime. They're a daytime plant company who, oh my God, I just love Rachel and Mark Day so much. They are the best yeah. humans and they have the most beautiful little yeah. shop it's in. So if you start your day at Mercado or you pop in later for a slushy. Yeah. They have a, a little a little plant shop right in there, and they have beautiful like yeah. kind of stuff that you can't find other places. Right. They work with purveyors on like the west side of the state, and and go and bring everything back. And yeah, mm-hmm. so you can get your plant shopping
0: fixed <laughs> when you're in Walla yeah. Walla wine and plants, which is good. You have to take care of both of them. Yes, right? it's a great it's a great <laughs> Temperature controlled car. Um, so uh, then they they highlight a little bit of those food spaces that we were talking about like landscapes and butcher butcher and then there's a new um brewery out on the south side yes what is it called it's called five dollar ranch okay i have driven by it i haven't
1: stopped yet have you absolutely yeah it's delicious yeah embarrassing here i've driven by the little (laughs) a-frame
0: i know it's right up it's on Mm -hmm. beat road i think beat road yes beat road right around all the farms there's a little there's a little kind of like you know center popping up there you know you've got frog hollow farms which is up the street a little bit and then mm-hmm. you've got a five dollar ranch and, and i'm at frog hollow sule all the time. cellars yeah so sule cellars is, is located out there as well their production space and tasting experience so okay i've got a out spot yeah this, this is a great rest was. and mm-hmm. so
1: many new things that they're yeah. mentioning foodscape is is a new specialty mm-hmm. food shop downtown the brewer, this brewery is yeah. like maybe six weeks old. It's very new. Yeah. Um, so I love this that they put mm-hmm. together. What, uh, what did they say? What was uh, Matt's uh, recommendation for, for lunch? Was it T max? Am I wrong?
0: T max. You're right. It is. T-Max. I feel like I was, I was like, focusing in on the wine. Yeah. <laughs> Before lunch, there's a little wine. There's a oh I didn't we didn't get
1: to lunch yet. Okay. I'm I'm I I apologize. You're supposed to do a little drinking before you get to (laughs) lunch. They yep and they did. They mentioned five dollar ranch brewing and then went on to, you know, then you're in the South Side area, which is where they mentioned like roti cellars, which is like you talked about in the Rocks district, a very special part of the Walla Walla AVA. And that is also the area where you can visit their winery Grain, which is just also yep not far from there at all so Mm -hmm. you can get him plenty of wine tasting before lunch because you need to have some wine and then go eat and then you're ready to have some more wine yeah and (laughs) dylan sellers is probably
0: the newest on the south side okay likely he he was at uh, the incubator so grew up in those spaces that we talked about from the port of Walla walla um so had his stint there okay seven years and then moved out to uh, the South Side. So another really like hyper new. I've got to check that out. I'm not, I can't think of where
1: it is off the top of my
0: head. Um, Amavie is at the top of the hill and they're right underneath. Oh, so as you go to, okay, okay. so Dylan Sellers is settled right there. Okay. Kind of like it's nestled a bit into that hill right there. One of the many I need to go to. Yeah. I'll join you. All right. You. Next time mm-hmm. we'll,
1: we'll meet for wine. We won't yep. meet this early over, over coffee mm-hmm. and, and LaCroix. And so then <laughs> after you do a little wine tasting, then they then you're hitting T-Max, then you're hitting T-Max, which again, we had Tom Macaroni on the podcast three or four weeks ago. I, Love that place! It's such a beautiful restaurant. Great wine selection. Great yeah. cocktail selection. Yeah. He, I'm not sure who he's working with to actually make his wine, but he's doing an in-house wine. It mm-hmm. um, was sleight of hand, but I know he switched anyway. So he's got wine. He's got yeah. Food. He's it's got it's, a good rotation. It's beautiful, beautiful, a yeah. fantastic mm-hmm. chef. The ahi tuna mango salsa dish. I've mentioned it many times. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah. You will thank me, people. Mm-hmm. And also to the soup. The soup
0: is just okay. incredible. Okay. So asparagus soup in the spring, during oh the summer God. they had a melon gazpacho. Yes. I was just there. They had a curry uh, butternut squash. Like oh my God. Fantastic. I might go there for lunch. Yeah, that's my local secret. Okay, um, um, you know, get the soup at T max And I love soup. And I world. have not had the mm-hmm. soup there. Yeah. So you, world. yeah,
1: I can eat mm-hmm. soup when it's 110. And it it's, it's a big bowl of soup. Okay, it's like a meal size of soup. That may be my that may be my lunch today. What about afternoon? So you're hitting up. T Max, um, and then and then I'm guessing it's more, I'm and then guessing... of course the new the new folks
0: out at the airport, right, or mm-hmm. the the up and coming folks, I should say. Not all of them are new, mm-hmm. um, but up and comers. A lot of them come out of the ethnology and viticulture school, which we haven't really talked much about. But a lot of the pioneers that started the Walla Walla Valley Wine and the Alliance mm-hmm. also invested in. The Ethnology and okay. Viticulture School, which is out at the Walla Walla Community yes. College, which both Kelsey so and Georgeann, yes, Karen Masterman, Masterman, we've had many yeah.
1: winemakers that mm-hmm. went there. I'm not sure yeah. Keith did, but yes, yeah. we've ta- Yeah,
0: it's yeah. a such so a about, great yeah. acclaimed program. Um, yeah, they bring in about forty new students every year. So at any given time in the two year program, there's eighty students. So okay, they're um, you know apprenticing throughout the valley, and then also you know going outside. Some come back and stay here, and then others you know kind of go off, go off and, and, yeah. and do their thing around the world. But um, really cool, uh, really cool program. That's a space over um, to taste as well. Um, but then um, also talking about prosperous wines out at the, out at the airport, um, Little Pink House.
1: Okay. I'm like, I, I've seen their bottles. And I think I tried some of their wine at, I think they were pouring at the event at Yellow Hawk. Oh wine yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: And, and heard great things. Wonderful. Yep. Jay um, and Matt both, Ethnology and viticulture students are graduates. um, And and they're crafting some really fantastic wines, getting acclaim um, from national publications. um, And they have a great tasting space out there at the airport. I love that they
1: put Mm -hmm. the airport in their afternoon portion of the, of the itinerary because it is a cool, it's a, it's a very cool. And I feel like we're saying airport is industrial. I feel like it doesn't sound as charming as it is, but like, trust me, it is is super cool. Devium is out there now has his winery, which if you haven't been as, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, like that industrial world translates to like innovative, right? Yeah. Like, okay. These are the yes. that are kind of like going into these really like bare buildings mm-hmm. that were like World War II training grounds mm-hmm. for the, the, I think they're B-17s. Yeah. Um, and then making them their own, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the kind of like revamping these spaces and then there's a great community. So anytime, you know, Friday afternoons, you can typically like run across any given amount of winemakers at the green um, or <laughs> the Green Panther or Cork, yeah, brewery out there. So, um, but the other thing that they recommend um, is really new, 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 not even open yet. Yes, is the, King the Kinglet. Kinglet. Um, at White House Crawford, which is a new project by Maximilian Petty. Yes. Coming over from you know your are Coming over grounds. from Seattle, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I, I loved, I saw that on here as
1: well. Um, again, slated to open this fall. Maximilian Petty is a James Beard nominated young chef from Seattle, Eden Hill, Eden Hill Provisions, very highly acclaimed. Um, we are so excited. He has he has moved over here, keeping his restaurants in Seattle so no one panic because Eden Hill is not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, they will be open. Opening, White House Crawford. I hope it's soon because I am I am ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, hurry up and get here. Hurry up and get open, Max. We're we're ready to go eat. Um and then, and then like, yeah. And so, and also if, if it says, you know, their itinerary says that they're not, if you get here before they have open, um, the Baltimore Estates is, um, it's a fantastic winery, but it has a restaurant. It's, yeah. I think I've actually read, it is actually technically a restaurant to operate like they do mm-hmm. with the licensing because they do serve, um, they serve wines that are made outside of Washington state because right. Valdemar is, um. Fifth generation winemakers from mm-hmm. Spain, mm-hmm. and so you can taste their Spanish wines alongside their their Washington wines. Um, or you can do one or the other. I say do both. Yes. I, I I mean the Washington yes. ones. I love their Spanish wines, honestly, mm-hmm. and they have just a fantastic Spanish restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Just just tapas and just yeah, and, manchego and <laughs> Yes, my Oh my god, just it's it is yeah. so much fun and a great little beer shop too. Oh, my, it's stunning. Stunning facility. It's yeah, definitely absolutely. if you want a wow
0: factor, yeah. it's a it's a good one to go to. And there's some cool um, art. I don't know if they're artifacts, but um, tools and presses and pumps and those types of things um, from. I don't know if it was the 19th century. God, yeah. Well, they've been making 19, wine yeah. for five generations,
1: mm-hmm. and he was yeah. actually just named one of the 40. Yep, 40 uh, under Jesus. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, Jesus, one of wine enthusiasts. Uh, 40 under 40. Um, you know, they name 40 people a year that are doing really exciting things in the wine industry because I, I thought it was only winemakers actually until this year I was like oh no they're naming people in the industry not necessarily like the winemaker itself but they've been so much for what they brought to Walla Walla and just been have just been super impressive so all that we just talked about is just on one itinerary this is just like the day in the life that these guys would do if they were you know having a day off yeah. a perfect a perfect day which is, you know, I this is like kind of the way that I like to write things that, you know, experience about experiences that I have for people. And I think this is just so well put together. I am super looking forward to going through some of these itineraries myself. Um, I don't know if I'll have time to do them all this year, but I am definitely gonna try yeah. a couple because they've, they've just done such a great job. You've taken mm-hmm. people in the wine industry and the hospitality industry. And yeah, they really identified the really, I think really cool and and you know, things you think of, but also just you know the kind of kind of things
0: yeah. you didn't know that you wouldn't know as an as an yeah. outsider, and it gives you kind of that bite sized walla walla day, mm-hmm. right? So if you're here for three days, you can do three wanders, yeah. If you want to or you know it's just kind of like it makes a lot of this information and the availability of all of these wineries and mm-hmm. eateries and those types of things that just kind of manages it into one organized itinerary. So they're also evergreen, right? We do recommend mm-hmm. because there are some yeah. seasonal specific. October through December um, activities and things, but essentially, you know, if you can't get here during those months,
1: they're pretty evergreen. Yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. You could do this any time of year. This um, promotion officially kicks off on October 1st and goes through Mm -hmm. December. Um, October 1st is this Friday, and uh, this podcast will air on Thursday, the day before, so it's a perfect time to to take a look. Tell people before we wrap up, uh, remind everyone um, just where they can follow the uh, Walla Walla Valley Wine, but how
0: they can get these itineraries itineraries again for when they're coming here absolutely so itineraries are located on our website wallawallawine.com and you'll be able to click through to our wander hosting page there and then you download them um and then also um uh, follow us for information at www.valleywine. that's our handle across all platforms instagram um facebook and uh Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you want to follow the specific happenings of Wander, we have a, ha- a hashtag Wander Walla Walla Valley Wine and Wanderism. hashtag Wander, or wait, hashtag Walla Walla Wine. It's a it's a mouthful. It's a lot of it's W's. A lot, it's a lot of W's. I'm going to go back in and say hashtag Wander Walla Walla Valley. <laughs> and then for our uh, generic hashtag, it's hashtag Walla Walla Wine. Awesome, and, and there's, there's not generic content. Okay, yes, absolutely not. And we'll include
1: all this when we push it out on social media, on the podcast, on social. We'll we'll include all the links to your guys' different um, social media handles, the hashtags, of course, and your website. Um, again, you guys are such a fantastic resource uh, for you know people visiting Walla Walla, people that love wine, um, and this is such a great promotion. I'm super excited for you guys to kick it off. I'm super excited to go through through some of these myself and this was just so much fun sitting down with you because we've had five or six winemakers on the podcast and it's been great but it was really nice to talk about the walla walla wine as a whole Mm -hmm. and the walla walla valley as a whole um so thank you so much for taking the time liz i i super appreciate it my absolute pleasure thank you all right guys thanks so much and we'll see you next week